Hey everybody, how's it going? This is the Fancy Rugby Yanks. My name is Jared Dyke. I'm Ben Glazer. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. Welcome in. Uh, it's been a while since you've all heard from us, uh, but and you probably had radio silence from me for a while because I've been under the weather and it's been hell. Glad you're still on this side of the dirt, dude. Yeah, that's that's good start. <laughs> Caught a wee bit of the flu. I was like, oh, doctor told me, and I'm like, no, that's why I feel like ass. Started like Wednesday night into Thursday, Ugh. and then, yeah, like Christmas night into Thursday. I oh, worked a little bit Thursday, and I came home Thursday after my uh, my first little batch of work, and I was like, oh, I'm I'm not well. And I felt okay, but still kind of like crap Thursday. Friday, exponentially worse. Uh, and I was like, yep, this is not good. So we went to the doctor. Yeah, I was, uh, I was texting with you, and then... Got radio silence, so then I, I, mm. I so I texted your wife, and she's like, "Yeah, Jared's been passed out on the couch since he got back from the doctor." So I'm like, "Yeah, fair enough." Yeah, that's dead. all right. Yeah, so sorry about those that may have missed our start sit. Uh, I was dying, or at least trying not to die. So, uh, but still here, still still alive. Um, obviously, I, I've been sick, so we're going sans beers today for the first time, probably basically since that one morning show that we did. That was yeah. about it. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so I will, we'll pass on that, but, uh, make sure that you're checking us out on Google play, Spotify, Apple podcast, tune in all that, all those good places. Um, obviously it's, we've been in the middle of a, uh, quite a big patch of, uh, premierships. So obviously premiership fantasy on TRM is coming in handy. If you have your, uh, if you have your rugby mag upgrade it does, so. it's very handy. Um, yeah, it's, um, it's been extremely helpful. For the last couple of weeks, now that we're getting into the meat of the the prem season, and yeah. we don't have too many interruptions going forward, uh, it, I, it'll, it'll be nice. You, I did manage to field a, uh, a, yeah, a reasonable team on on TRM, not too. But although, obviously, I had a couple of stinkers on in my lineup, but as did we all. But Thacker did well. He um, did. I, I captained yeah. him. Uh, I definitely, I, I definitely benefited from having that upgrade because all I did was look at my lineup and go, "All right, do I have everybody playing? Right. Yeah, looks good. All right, all right. roll. Good. Bye." <laughs> <laughs> and so I, uh, I did. <laughs> it's it came in handy. Yeah, I did slightly more tinkering than that, uh, but I was still traveling. I was still at the in laws, so um, yeah, I did what I could. I still came my way with a pretty good week too. So I did. Then the captaining of Thacker was just like, well. Fine, I'll go with him. Yeah, it was it was really between him and for me him and Reinach. I know it's obvious to say that now, but that wasn't um, a bad answer though. Either way. <laughs> right, so I, I wasn't expecting fifteen. I wasn't expecting that many points from Reinach, which no, obviously, well, and I was expecting a solid day from Thacker. They both blew away my expectations. Yep. Yeah, the um, yeah, the Reinach definitely won me a week in in FRD. Mm-hmm. Um, I put like one forty six up in in FRD Jeez. last week. Not bad for being half in the bag. Yeah. Shit, um, yeah. Somebody, somebody, somebody pull pull that magic out at another point. Um. Oh, and if you're obviously ever in a pinch, like you know, last week when we weren't around, um, and you were seeking for other help and other advice, always check out our friend the Fancy Rugby Geek and his website. Make sure that you're uh, working with working with him a little bit too, because. Believe me, what he knows, we know, and he might even know a little bit more. Oh, he does. Well, his his analysis and, and insight really helped me beat him this week in, <laughs> in, in FRD. So. Uh, yeah, two, we're 2-0 two against him. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> Oops. Okay. Um, let's get into the meat of the 
me of the shit here. Um, hopefully not meaty shit. Um, Keep that on that side of the table. Yeah, right. Uh, our uh, our 15 of the year. Yes, we're already in 2020, but listen, we ain't that fucking deep into it, so we can look back on 2019 and still talk about it. Um, yeah, our 15 of the year, and this was actually Ben's brainchild, so... Uh, do you want to go position by position trade off, or do you want yeah, to? Yeah, let's do. Uh, let's go position by position. Okay. So um, again, the idea is who had for me. It's it's and it's not like the best at each position, right? So much as who had the best year for for them, um, and, and and obviously you want high level players. So we're not just talking. Yeah, some shit. Nobody's you don't know. Yeah, we're talking about the you know high level international level players. Yep. Um. So my my number one. Uh, retired this year and then stunningly came out of retirement <laughs> yes <laughs> to to have an excellent run at the world cup um and just in general all-around great guy um and, and has been a, 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 a you know a, a real advocate for good in a lot of other ways outside of the game uh, but but my number one of the year is joe marler yeah actually he's mine too <laughs> so how about that uh, yeah. yeah his his obviously a great england comeback and then his performance with the babas and his right. his time with the babas and he certainly uh, emulated what the Babas meant. Exactly. He's a guy who, who should be on the Babas, too. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I guess now he has more, more time for that um, yeah. now that he is actually retiring. Yeah, now he's done. Now he's done. He's like, all right, but, well, but, I'm not making the next World Cup, so But screw I, it. I love the move of uh, I'm, I don't really want to play Six Nations. <laughs> yeah, hey, whatever. I want to play in the World he, Cup. He's that, yeah. he's that veteran, so it's okay. Um, gave guys like Ben Moon and Hepburn a chance mm-hmm. to give it, give it a run. Well, uh, how about how about your hooker? Uh huh. I want to see if you have the same guy, so I'll let you go first <laughs> on this one. Same time. Um, <laughs> I went with I went with um, now former Irish captain and our our friend Rory Best. Fair enough. He was a uh, he's a huge he he just had a great obviously had a great just it, it was fun to see him kind of ride off into the sunset in the way he did. He deserved a better end. Um, after obviously Ireland got smushed at, uh, by, by the All Blacks, that uh, happens. Um, but he's a great leader. He's a great person, and just you see the emotion in his eyes when he's when he's won when his, his last game at Dublin, mm-hmm. and then just his last game for Ireland. You could see the emotion in, in his eyes and how much he cares. And to me, that just says a lot about him. So uh, my my hooker for the year is Roy Best. Uh, my my hooker. Uh, I'm gonna stick with the the, the American here. Because um, 2019 was was the really the coming out party for Joe Talfetti. Joe, um, Joe T. Yep, not a bad choice. A uh, little bit, of, you know, setting scoring records for hookers, shit like that. You know, yep. not, no big deal. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, but but playing well, yep. playing well in the prem and, and really acquitting himself well in the the international stage. Um, somebody who I, I, you can look at. You know, we have a lot of American international eagles. Um, who go are playing overseas, and and there are, unfortunately aren't many of them that that you look at and you're the, the other teams in other countries are actually impressed by yeah uh but Telfetti is is He's really showing showing well for uh for for the u.s on the international scene right uh how about your tight head my tight head uh is your one of your favorite props and certainly one of mine uh, is kyle sinkler i knew that was coming um I, you know he 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 uh he does have issues with the discipline or has in the past um i think he's He's improved himself in ways that are, were, you know, seen as his weaknesses. He's he's a lot more disciplined. Um, you know, you see a lot of ill discipline all over the place. 
Uh, but he's he's been really good about keeping his head mm-hmm. um, and and not doing stupid things, um, such as some some of the things we saw in in some recent Saris matches. You, you know, like right. all these other things. He's not one of those. He's starting shit. He's he's walking away from that. Um, he's earning scrum penalties uh, almost as much as he's losing them, which is still a <laughs> <laughs> yeah still, still, still uh, that's a lottery at this point. <laughs> um, but but he's getting better in in in, uh, in other aspects than just his open field play. Mm. Uh, mine is, is Jefferson Poirot <laughs> for one reason and one reason only. The rainbow laces that he was wearing, the 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 same game that he had Nigel, ref, Nigel yeah, Owens refereeing. Fair enough, yeah. Uh, got a, you know, I, I don't know if he was trying to be a, a kiss ass, or just <laughs> trying to show respect. But either way, I, I'll give I'll give Jefferson Poirot some props. That was good. Obviously, he had a great year for France, and France in general had a much better year than they've had in the past. Um, and he was definitely a part of it, but he, yeah, just the, the nod, the nod to Nigel. Yeah, I'm gonna wear rainbow laces yeah. while Nigel Owen Jeffers referees me. So uh, Jefferson Poirot is my title. Class move. Yes. Let's go to the engine room. Um, my first, my first lock um, would be the big, gigantic Australian Will Skelton. He had a hell of a year. For the man, he should have been in Japan, Australia. You should have moved heaven and earth to get this guy on that plane. I don't care. I don't care what your rules say. Like to just ignore him was just absolutely stupid. Um, to think that he was just going to ditch the Saracens and go back to Australia is like, right. eh, mm. you're desperation. That was a desperation thought at the very least. But he obviously had an incredible year. He was. He lost the weight he lost, and he turned himself into quite the monster. And the Prem found out that he was quite a good player. Yeah, they did. So uh, Billy Skelton is my uh, is one of my locks. My my lock is uh, a woman named Carmen Farmer, who um, lots of you out there probably don't know, which is fine. She's an eagle. Um, she ended up uh, and and I I have a little bit of, of uh, personal history. So my wife played with her back in the back in the day. Okay. Um, but so I've been following her career for a while. But um, she's been a great eagle for a long time. Um, retired from that. She uh-huh. she ended up starting. The barbarian women's oh. uh, in their first two matches ever, including uh, that the match at Twickenham. Oh right, okay, um, yeah, 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 got and, it. And she ended up winning uh, the WPL this year, the the highest right. level in in, in American women's yep. rugby uh, with Glendale. So she had herself uh, an incredible year. Um, you know, you, when you start for so. a club like the Barbarians, their first ever mm-hmm. women's team. Yeah. It, that's one thing, and then you do it their second match too. That means they they liked what they saw. They liked and, what they saw the first time, and and so they wanted to do there again. Yeah, good for her. So so great job, Carmen. Yeah, great, awesome. Um, my other lock would be um, a man that nobody nobody would ever question his leadership, and nobody and you'd run in your head through a wall for this guy. Uh, that'd be the the former Wales captain Alan Wynne Jones. Uh, obviously, Wales won the Six Nations this year and completed the Grand Slam, and uh, they were able to. Uh, Obviously, put themselves into a quarter a semifinal, and you know ended up in the third place game against the All Blacks. But uh, really, they and they showed out really, really well for a Welsh squad that was probably a little un- underrated going into the initial Six Nations, and then obviously they caught they caught a little bit of fire, got themselves over the line. Um, so Alan Wynne Jones is obviously going to no longer be a World Cup uh, captain at the very least. Maybe we'll see him this the spring when the six nations starts which is not that far away um but my yeah uh, my other lock is alan win jones my, my other lock was also alan win yeah nice. so, I mean, yeah he, he had himself hard, hard to not pick him right um and then we go to our number six 
Um, which I, I'm, I'm, we have to have the same person because if we don't have the same person, I'm going to come over there and smack you. Um, it's Sia Khaleesi. Uh, you know, I have, I have, <laughs> it's got, no, you're wrong. I it's Sia Khaleesi. I, I, uh, I, ha- I, you know, I love, I love Sia and it's, it, he's, he, he was, this was a conversation in my head of, oh man, how um, two countries that did so well for themselves and two and two leaders that did so well for their country. Um, but I went with Mike Leach. He's my number seven. Okay. See, so yeah, and I picked somebody else at seven. So <laughs> okay. fair enough. Um, yeah, Mike Leach is my is my six. Okay. Um, obviously, you know the beards were flowing in in Japan because of they Mike were. Leach, and he uh, he led that team on to a, a, a terrific performance in the World Cup, and obviously winning their group and all that good stuff. So uh, Mike Leach was an awesome, awesome. He's an awesome person, but he's also not obviously was a terrific leader this year for right. the Brave Blossoms. And yeah, he really showed well and and led that team with his heart. Not so much his body anymore. <laughs> yeah. uh, he's broken but, now. <laughs> yeah, but he he did so well um, all through that tournament and mm-hmm. and really gave them the spark that they needed to to accomplish the things that they accomplished. Absolutely, I I, I agree. Uh, my seven is Tom Curry. Excellent choice. He was he had a he had a bolter of a year. He did. Um, obviously, people knew who he was before, but man. The world found out who Tom Curry was right. thanks to the World Cup because I mean, he he didn't miss much. Two years ago, we were talking about England have no flankers, and now and, they have a plethora of them. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and and a lot of them are named Curry, but that's not the point. Yeah, <laughs> this this one in particular, spoiled for choice, uh, did did a, a a very good job. Yes, uh, um, and really earned his way onto that squad and 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 the position he had on that squad. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he was uh, he was a menace to any team that played against him, especially at the World Cup. So, uh, Tom Curry is my seven, my eight. Um, I don't think he may have played one or two international matches, um, but he's a guy who who had been getting some attention. Um, but then you know, there's a lot of eights out there. I mean, Kieran Reed. You, you could talk about your Kieran mm-hmm. Reeds, your your Vunapolas, um, all that shit. None of them. They they all did what you expected them to do. There was mm-hmm. nothing. Nobody really had to stand out. Like, oh, we'd never seen anything like that from him before. Right. Um. So I went with Alex Dombrant. Dominator. As a guy who, uh really came on strong in the premiership and actually acquitted himself incredibly well at, at the international level when he, when he got a shot with England. Right. Uh, it's just, he's stuck behind a lot of, a people. lot of eights. Yeah, there's a lot and, of, there's a lot of bodies in that back row. Right. In England. And he, I don't know that he could fit in as a six and especially not now that the speed that, that, that other sixes have yeah. uh, for England. So, uh, but, but you still, it's gotta be um, acknowledged the, the season that, that Don Brandt had, he went above and beyond and, and hope to continue yeah. that. Took took, uh, took his opportunity by the scruff of the neck, big yeah. time. Uh, my eight is Karen Reed, and obviously he was a uh, you know this was his last match as an All Black. Uh, he's on his way to France, I think, mm-hmm. um, or Japan actually. I think. Oh, he's Japan. Yeah, I think he ended up in Japan. Um, but you know, just the special moments he had with his his family, especially mm-hmm. <laughs> the poor, <laughs> and I only and you know they they he had an awesome moment with them. Uh, after the third place match in in Japan, but I go back to the, his last uh, regular season home game in Christchurch, where he was being honored, and the kids were supposed to walk out with him, and one of them was not, not having, having it. it. No, and he just went down <laughs> and's like, "Fuck it, I'm bringing him." Right, <laughs> he just picked her up. <laughs> it's like, yeah, guess what? You're coming. So right. uh, by cho- by hook or by crook, you're coming, uh, kiddo. So, um, but uh, it just amused me, and obviously, Karen Reed's a, a great player, a great leader, and a great man. So mm-hmm. uh, my my uh, my number eight is the All Black Karen Reed. Nice. Who you got at scrum half? Kobus Rynak. 
Excellent, <laughs> yeah. excellent option. You can't, you can't say a whole lot about him negatively, at least. Obviously, he had a hell of a year in the Premiership, bolted himself onto the plane for South Africa. I thought he got way too little game time for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, you know, The Premiership are, are going to see him in their dreams and yep. in their nightmares for a long time because he has continued to cause problems even since. But yeah, uh, Kobus Reinach is my nine for his outstanding years, especially in the Premiership. And my choice for nine is the guy who made sure he didn't get there's enough, enough time in the World Cup, and that's Herschel Yankees, yeah, yeah. Um, who just came on out of, literally out of nowhere. No kidding. Um, in in the, the Super League and earned his way through his play um, mm-hmm. onto the national side and, and even was the backup nine at the world cup final over Reinach, which was incredible um i did want to give an honorable mention because you're going to hear the name a lot for a long time also but for antoine dupont yeah um but yeah yeah yankees for me is yeah yeah he he played really well for a guy his age yes like stormers were like what are we gonna do at nine and then this kid shows up and plays his balls off and they're just like never mind (laughs) got that covered We're, we're good solve something else now yep uh fly half fly half uh i uh, again, I, I have a, a, a veteran who I thought acquitted himself well, and, and he's, he's gotten a lot of shit over the years, um, but has always, to me, to my mind, been been very good, and and gets too much for for what he is, and, and really doesn't get the recognition he deserves. Um, certainly deserved it with his his Six Nations and and his performance um, in in the Premiership, and that's that's Dan Bigger. Yep. Um, my my honorable mention for this is is Romain Antamac, mm-hmm. another you know going sticking with that that French thing because you're going to hear these names for a while. Yeah, um, he did the same kind of thing, but but I think Dan Bigger did a lot. Uh, hey, there were a lot of middle fingers coming from Dan Bigger this year towards a lot of people who've said unkind yeah, things about good, his play. Yeah, yeah he's um, he's not talked about enough by any means whatsoever, and I thought he definitely played his ass off uh, both in the World Cup and the Six Nations, mm-hmm. and the Saints will tell you otherwise, uh, you know, that he's pretty good too. Yeah. Uh, my 10 is Roman Entomac. Okay. Um, he had a fantastic year for France, obviously. He put himself on the world stage, especially with the uh, with the performance in the Six Nations and at the World Cup, and then, even, and then in the top four team for Toulouse, as well as the Champions Cup for Toulouse, he's... Uh, he's certainly going to be somebody that they lean on for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, yes, he plays twelve sometimes for them, but it really his natural position and, and I believe his best position is ten. So hopefully he is uh, going to be somebody that we see for a long time coming because yeah. uh, that that whole France team. You know, they had like what three, two or three championship under twenty championships. Mm-hmm. You're going to see some youth coming through real fit, real real quick here, and it's going to be pretty. Sh- I think the French are going to be around for a while now. Hopefully, no. yeah. Especially with the, again, they're they're new that they they're actually adding structure to their national team, and you you can see how they, how much better that their national team are, are playing than their club sides that haven't mm-hmm. figured that out yet. Yeah. Um, so onto the onto the uh, the, the skill guys. positions, the, the little guys that uh, we'll go with number eleven. Um, this is my third and final honorable mention, um, <laughs> and my honorable mention is, is Kenki Fukuoka. Fukuoka, yeah. For just because he had two amazing tries in the World Cup and just <laughs> yes, some amazing did. play and. Um, and retired to go be a, a medical student. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Become a doctor. Whatever, right? Fucking a, dude. That that's a hell of a year. Uh, but but my uh, my eleven of the year is Josh Adams for uh, the storming Six Nations, and then to continue that through the World Cup. Yep. Um, did he, clearly, did he break Shane Williams' record uh, at the World Cup for tries. I think he did. I think he did. Yeah. Yeah, um, good on him. Yeah. Uh, so to have a, a Six Nations and a World Cup like that, mm-hmm. um, w- well done. Yeah, absolutely. 
uh, my eleven, and I'm sure you know your your other wing might be the might be this guy as well. Um, Kataro Matsushima. Okay. Big big World Cup from this guy for the Brave Blossoms. Yes. He definitely provided a huge spark for them and was putting tries in for fun. Uh, the the guy just had a, an amazing year, uh, especially obviously for his time in, uh, at the World Cup in Japan. Mm-hmm. But yeah, just definitely gave the uh, uh, a big X factor to the to the Japanese Absolutely. team out on the wing. So uh, my eleven is Kataro Matsushima. Uh, on to twelve, um, the best to my mind, the best center that that uh, was not at the World Cup, uh, Rory Hutchinson. Yeah, uh, just what more could he do? Uh, tore up the the Premier League. He's doing it again, uh, even now. Right. Um, so it's not just it wasn't just a fluke. Then um, somehow mysteriously left off the team. Yeah, Townsend's uh, going to have some answers to provide <laughs> on that one. Right. Uh, but but as far as uh, the, the the play from from a twelve, uh, I thought Rory Hutchinson was was far and away you know better this year than than uh, I guess the the honors bestowed upon him for for his his efforts. Yeah, for sure. Uh, my 12 is uh, our friend Nick Tompkins. There you go. That's <laughs> um, a good one. And for one, one simple reason, one, I mean, he's obviously an amazing player, and he's had, he definitely burst onto the scene this year. But really the thing that sticks out to me is his hat trick off the bench in, in the Prem semifinal against Gloucester that really just put the nail in their coffin. Yeah. <laughs> they're going to they're they're hate still seeing him. him. For, yeah, well, and then he scored again this year right. against them. They're going to hate seeing him for a long time over at Gloucester, I have a feeling. They will. But, yeah, Nick Tompkins had himself a heck of a year and uh, obviously put himself into a conversation to get himself at least on an international team at some point here. 13? 13. I went with uh, the Women's Player of the Year for 2019, Emily Scarrett. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, just dominating this year. She she took it to another level. Um, mm-hmm. Went from a, a qual just, I mean – it's it's hard to tell because she's been such a, a dominating player, but right. I mean she was just playing and toying with teams, um, and it's one of those you you can't you can no longer just focus on her because oh she'll pop it out to those she, they they you know England have some some super fast wings now too right um, and she can she can either uh, you know throw the pass or even the chip ahead and, and chase she she does it all um, to to put the, her players. Uh, the players around her in, in position to do good things, even when she's not getting the mm-hmm. glory herself. She's the one who starts it usually, so um, or or is a key key component of it. Yep. So, uh, yeah, for for a Six Nations uh, win again, and and her Women's Player of the Year, uh, Emily Scott's my thirteen of the year. Yeah, good choice. Um, my thirteen is Semi Radradra. That was that <laughs> had, was the tough one. There. Had to have was, was had to team. have a had to have yeah. a Fijian in there for yep. their performances. You know, they they pushed. Uh, all the teams that they came up against, and obviously they're they're just a wonderful, wonderful team to watch, and they're so so entertaining to watch. So I was uh, struggling with that because he played wing for the for Fiji, right? If, although he is an outside center, yeah, he's more, club, he's so I was like, I want to do, yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, uh, you know, I, I had a, I was like, all right, I got to have a Fijian in this team. Yeah, and, and, and Rodrup is a is a pretty damn good one. Last I checked, so and, yeah, and obviously he's now got himself a nice move on the way over to the Premiership. So it'll be it'll be fun to watch him play there next year. Fourteen. Fourteen. This guy. This fucking guy. This fucking guy. I, another one of these. He's been good. He's been good. You know, all right. Mm-hmm. The, the, solid player. Somebody you got to watch out for. And then at the World Cup, he just lit everybody on fire. 
um, it, when when that 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 South Africa team really needed to try to either to to just change the match or put it away, uh, Cheslin Colby was there to to mm. provide a lot of magic. Yep. Um, you know, you can't tackle him in a phone booth. I mean, he's so tiny. <laughs> yeah, he's, uh, he's a, a phone booth for for those of you out there used to be this thing where you could go. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very it's an enclosed place. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but yeah, he he, you just you, even you think you got him completely surrounded, and he wiggles his way out, and you're like, how the fuck did he do that? But he's dancing up the sideline for a try. Yep. Um, just an amazing job this year of of separating himself from from the pack of, of wings in, in the world. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I got my, my, I was stuck for, between him and, uh, his, uh, his other wing partner, Mac Mapimpi. And I went with Mac Mapimpi. There you go. Uh, he had himself an amazing year he for did. the Sharks, scored a huge try for them to get them into the quarterfinal. Uh, standing still. <laughs> he, he catches that pass. The, the intercepts the pass within a full like high jump and like lands flat footed and still outraces everybody yeah. for that try. Yeah. Unreal. Uh, he was uh he had a huge so he had a huge game in that uh in that last match. And then obviously he uh he bolted himself onto the onto the South Africa plane and uh, had a huge impact, especially on the final. Uh scored a try there. So it was uh it was an amazing Amazing job by the by the guy, and you know he's uh, he's had to he, from from all from what I understand he's come from a tough background. Mm. So um, for him to get get there this year and to have that happen for him was uh, is awesome to hear a story like that for yeah. sure. So Mac Mappimpi's my fourteen. Who you got at fifteen? Uh, your girl Emily, Emily Scarrett. Oh, there you go. Um, had to had to find a, plot, a spot for her. I was like, yeah. ah, fullback. Done. Yep. Um, yeah, you said it. You, you said everything that needs, needs to be said. She was dancing circles around people the whole year. Obviously, World Rugby saw that and named her World World Rugby Women's Player of the Year. Uh, amazing year for the for the girl, and she's going to keep on ticking. I have a mm-hmm. feeling too. So look out, ladies. My fifteen, um, not just for his work on the pitch, but for his tireless, endless efforts off the pitch, still in his kit. <laughs> Alex, good. Alex, good. He was on my brain. He was on my brain for this too. But yeah, good pick. Because uh, he he, uh, he he won some hardware this year and uh, he celebrated it well. Um, that, Quite that's, well. That, that's what that's what you want to see in rugby <laughs> is 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 the work that he put in. Also unappreciated by uh, by Eddie, unfortunately. Mm. Um, yeah, a couple of those guys. Unfortunately, and, but but just what what a year uh, he had him for himself. Unfortunately. It ended too early. Yep. Yep. Agreed. All right. Um, and then our top five moments. Um, I remember. So uh, we, I can go through. Yeah, let's go through each one on our, on our own. So our own list. Yeah. Um, so five for me. Um, you mentioned him, and this is where he came into play for me. Was Joe Tafete getting named on the World Player of the Year nominee? Is a mm-hmm. Uh, you know, people were not happy about it that were really sticklers and picky, but at the same time, you know, don't take away from him what he's done, right. you know, so that, that's not fair to him. Right. He obviously had himself a, an amazing year. So, yes, there's a there's a list of people that probably could have been on, on there. But how many of those are down there just because of their name and not what they did this year? Right. So the guy had a great year. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. You know, there's it's, a lot of players who... He wasn't going to win it, so... There's a lot of players who are very well-known who had bad years this year. And yep. it would probably... The, the stick in the muds would probably want over Telfetti as a nominee. And that... Fuck you. Yep. Nope. 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 
Um, so yeah, Joe T is number five. Uh, number four is the unfortunate saying goodbye of Rory, to Rory Best, um, one of the great characters of the game. Never mind leaders and people and, and players. Uh, yeah, he his line out throwing ain't the best. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> pun, it's pun not, intended. Not but um, he's still an amazing leader and he's still an amazing player. So uh, number four is unfortunately saying goodbye to Rory Best. It was a it was a it was a sad sad goodbye, but it was uh, it was a lot of joy to it as well. Uh, number three, Uruguay beating Fiji mm. at the World Cup. What an accomplishment this is for uh, a country like Uruguay, especially over here in the Americas where we're the only team that's really even closely rated is Argentina. Uh, for them to pick up a, a, a huge win like that after Ur- Fiji kind of went to sleep on them, and obviously Fiji were the darlings of the, the World Cup. But um, the Uruguayans just put in a hell of a team shift, and uh, they set-pieced them to death a little bit, and it was uh, works. Yeah, it was pretty good for them. Um, so I was, uh, Ooh, David Stern died. Yeah. He'd been sick. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. That's a shame. Um, so yeah, the, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> <laughs> things come across computers. Um, yeah, you're going be- being Fiji is number three for me. Uh, number two, appropriately, there's two of them. Ser- the series double was a huge moment for me. Uh, obviously in us, mm-hmm. uh, it was a lot of fun, a lot of fun, especially the European one. Uh, but yeah, it was yeah. It, just a, it's obviously not something you see every day. Um, there, I think Leicester was the only other team that's accomplished the double. Mm-hmm. So this is our second, and I'm I was dancing in the street for it. So <laughs> uh, it was it was definitely a fun moment for me, and you know I'll I'll enjoy it while it lasts because I know these things don't don't last forever. Right. And number one, how could you not? Japan qualifying and knock and winning the group. In, in their home World Cup and putting on the performance they put on just to entertain their home crowd and obviously entertain us. Mm-hmm. And they did it with some some brilliant rugby. And it wasn't the ugly shit that, we, that you know, some teams do when they're trying to just grind through it. They really went out there and showed their stuff. And uh, hopefully the Sun Wolves aren't going away because of that, which would be awesome. Yeah, um, <laughs> that would be great. Yeah, so Japan qualifying and winning their group at... Uh, for the first time in the in the rugby world cup is my number one moment of the year there you go so my my five my top five uh my fifth is going to be a try because that was it was the try of the year and you know rugby is nothing without the tries (laughs) Um, and that's tj pernara's try against against namibia (laughs) unfortunate to say you know it goes to namibia no 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 this was a try against any team because (laughs) of how fucking amazing it was and and the teamwork that went into it yeah you know pernara gets the credit but uh, you know a lot of work by everyone else that that went into that um so uh you know that was just an amazing moment there uh the one that everybody could could just cheer (laughs) no matter who you were rooting for wow okay um you win (laughs) yeah uh my number four is the Crusaders versus Hurricanes Super Rugby semifinal, which was really the final. Yeah, um, it really was. But what an amazing match. Um, I, I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I'm poking at a sore spot here for it's you. It's all right. It was uh, still a good match. Yeah, it was still a great match. Um, very good for rugby. Um, on, you know, Maybe not, we can say that the wrong team may have won, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, it was what it was. It was what it was. Um, on to number three um, was is the double. Uh, the Billy Vunapola, the you know him running through four Leicester defenders, Leicester defenders to to win the Champions Cup. Um, Alex Good's never-ending celebration and Jamie George going over to seal it against Exeter in the Prem final. Yep. Like all those combined were just uh, uh, very good for, you know, it's just good, great rugby. Um, number two, 
is the creation of the Barbarians women's side. Ah, all um, right. Including the inaugural match versus the U.S. in Glendale. Um, and the double headers against uh, England and Wales with the, the men's sides. So that, just good to see, you know, if, if you've been following the Barbarians' uh, social media, they, they don't distinguish between, oh, you know, we have a, a, a men's team and a women's team, but we're all the same club. We're right. All, you know, we, they yes. practice together. They work together. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them laid out Marler, I think it was. <laughs> in, in trading. Like, they're, you know, they're, 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 they're not... You know, they're not going easy on each other. So well, that's great. Um, it was fun to see. Uh, and, and good for the sport, too. We, we yes. need some stuff like that, uh, especially the women's team. The, you know, women's rugby needs something like the Barbarians, too, because uh, the, there's a lot of skill that goes to waste in, in the women's me- the game, unfortunately. And, and that really highlights this. The, you know, that, that yes. U, the U.S. versus uh, Barbarians match was a lot of fun, a lot of just open rugby mm. and, and, and fun passing on both sides. <laughs> um, just good shit. And then uh, my number one is is a trio of moments, uh, two of which you already named: uh, Uruguay beating Fiji, Japan qualifying. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm going to go with with my number one moment was uh, Gatland and Hansen walking off together into oh, the yeah. sunset after um, Wales New Zealand in, in the third place match. Yeah, that was uh, a that was a good moment for them to do that too because yeah, it was well, third right. place, so nobody nobody was really paying attention necessarily to the. To who won? It was more the 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 players and about just celebrating. And the event because yeah. yeah, you had a lot of players that were retiring from not only the you know the World Cup but also just international rugby in general. Right. Um. So a lot of lot of players and and two coaches that'll be there. Well, for them it'll be at least the last match with those uh, those teams. They may they'll they'll move on. I hope. Yeah, I think Gatlin went to the Chiefs. Yeah, and then Hanson somewhere in Japan now. So there you go. So, but but good to see, you know, and especially Hanson's comment. Just, uh, uh, what did he say? Couldn't um, couldn't spit out more than it's like been, spit a privilege it's been or something. Privilege, like that. Yeah. yeah. That's all he could get out. <coughs> Perfect. Right. Yeah. <laughs> couldn't spit up uh, spit out a whole lot more. No. All right. Um. Well, so it's gonna be a dead. It's gonna be kind of a dead year. Yeah. Unfortunately, uh, twenty twenty is gonna be interesting. Uh, I think thing I want to I think I think the thing I'm most excited about is the pre jack starting. That's fun. Uh, you know, we, yeah, we get we get our tickets. We're we're gonna be able to watch some cool some cool th- things happen down at uh, at, the, at the point there. So it'll be fun. And and MLR seems like it's for real. So yeah, uh, there's a lot of legitimate players coming over and playing. Yet at even at, you know the tail end of their careers, but still, that's right. You know, that's that's what every that's what um, MLS needed. Yep. So uh, that's what that's what MLR needs. This is we're we're getting it. So um, that's excellent to see. I guess if if anything, uh, this year I'm looking forward to Louis (laughs) Rezamit and and seeing him at the uh, um, hopefully at the Six Nations at the Six Nations. (laughs) Yeah, and seeing seeing how how he can do at the international level. Certainly. Um. Yeah, let's go to Premiership Round Seven recap. Uh, Friday night, Bristol and Wasp. Um, I was awake for about two percent of this match <laughs> and the two percent i caught was needs them car strolling in for the winner oh that's, that's not all you needed to see um it was it was a, a pretty solid match um but yeah that that was a hell of an end uh just the, the bristol just their defense completely fell apart at the end yeah um they they just they were clumped up like a bunch of like peewee soccer <laughs> um and and it was they had a chance. I thought they had a chance just to to kill the. Oh yeah, they did because they had um, they had some sort of 
infringement. I, I can't remember if it was a penalty or a free kick or something um, where they could have played slow ball and they didn't. Um, they, they, oh, I think they, they like did a box kick or something. They basically gave Wasps the ball with like a minute and a half to go. Hmm. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't, yeah, they, they gave away possession. It's like at that point, just, just run a couple of crash ball phases and you're not trying to get meters, just recycle the ball and wait till the clock's red and kick it to touch. Mm-hmm. They didn't do that. Uh, I didn't quite understand it. Um, beats the holy hell out of me. <laughs> uh, so, so you missed, uh, Pat Lamb's comments mid game. Um, where he, I'm reading between lines here. So uh, I'm interpreting things the way I would interpret them. <laughs> uh, so, so take that out there with a grain of salt. Uh, I, I think Lamb was, was pretty uh, disappointed with Uren's play um, yeah. based on what he said mid, um, both in his in-game interview and then the fact that Uren, he pulled Uren like only a few minutes into the second half. He did uh. not give him much time uh, to, to up his game. Um, I, you know, I, we've talked a lot about Urine and, and Randall combination. Right. Um, Urine has not outplayed Randall this year, so I'm hoping that from I think, um, Lamb is is figuring out, still figuring out his his squad. Um, I, I'm I, I'm making the assumption now that that Randall will feature more as a, as a starter and yeah. and more of a, a significant performer than a, a late game replacement. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully for especially um, for his sake. Umaga. Uh, missed two early kicks for the for Wasps, um, but then he made up for it with a, with a, with the first try of the match. Um, certainly, you know, it's a developing player, but mm-hmm. um, there's a lot there's a lot there. Okay, well there you go. Uh, yeah, it was a uh, <laughs> it's an unfortunate result. It looks like for Bristol, but it was that that wasn't a game that they they could have afforded to lose. Yeah, um, you know that that this is one of the the reasons like, losses like this are one of the reasons why Bristol have not been. Uh, a top four team in the last, at least not, well, they weren't last year when they, yeah. they they had the opportunity to be. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, so we'll see. Bit. Yeah, we'll see what happens uh, going forward. But they got to flush losses like this out of their system quickly. Yep. Uh, and then the early game on Saturday, Northampton and Gloucester, it was, uh, it, was all, it was pretty back and forth. Yes. <laughs> it was pretty back and forth. It very from, much was. From what um, I remember. But uh, the man the man wearing number nine for Northampton returns with abandoned Kobus Reinach. Yes, he did does. come off, but it, it, he, he came off, but then he came back on, and then he came off again yeah. quickly. Yeah, he was. Uh, um, he's a little banged up, I think. Right, uh, and yeah, he 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 looked a little loose in the knee, um, mm-hmm. but still got two tries. Should have had a third. Um, yes, except for I think there was an offside call. Um, I think they determined the pass was forward, maybe or something. Yeah, there was something that wasn't mm-hmm. wasn't right. Um, the uh, what was it Sharples was uh, incredibly physical. Up, uh, shutting down Nairavoro before he'd even get ahead of steam. Like, basically Kinda coming up and... To. Yeah, he did did exactly what he needed to do uh, to defend there. And then he, he cut Francis in half. Uh, and then he had to come off less than 20 minutes in. <laughs> so, Sharples... Uh, so, Guy you know, we, we talked about Reese Salmon. He had three tries this match. Um, One of them was pretty easy, if I remember. Yeah, right. a couple, I think two of them were pretty easy. They were set up not, you know, by, by others' work, and he just had to walk over. Um, or I think one was a chip through. If I remember correctly, um, but either way, uh, I think we're going to see a lot more of, of Reese Dammit mm-hmm. for a, a couple of weeks too, with with Thorley and now Sharples hurting. Uh, we'll see yeah, how that goes, up. but but that that's one to watch in for fantasy is is Reese yeah, Dammit now. I think he's out. one you know, especially for a some, you know, actually in either format, you can stow him on your bench if you have to in in FRD. 
Um, and in TRM, he's dirt cheap, so he, he should be on no your doubt, squad. Yeah. Yeah, so Northampton take it take it home thirty three twenty six. It was a good it was a good match from what I remember. It was um, a lot of back and forth. A lot of fun. I can't. I mean, I was so excited because I so I, again I I wasn't paying too much attention because I was I was driving literally driving all day on Saturday. Right. Um. So I was like, when I was watching the replays, I was like, oh man, do I want to watch Gloucester or do I want to watch Northampton? <laughs> and then I get to the replays, I'm like, oh shit, that's right, it's Gloucester and Northampton. They're, they're this is fucking other. awesome. That makes that, that makes it so easy. Yeah. And and it was definitely worth it. I I love watching both the, both these teams and um, as you can tell on the scoreboard, thirty three twenty six. Right. Uh, hell of a match and um, definitely worth the uh, the price of admission. Yeah. Clearly. Um, the. Uh... The bo- the bog comes back, bath and sail. Uh, yeah, that was a. Uh, I, 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 it was a slog. Yeah. Um, I know. Jo- I know. Jonathan Joseph got over, and then was just like, "Ew, I just fell into something." Yeah, dude, it's it's a mess. Not good. It's a mess in the tri zone, especially. Uh, but it was. I mean, give Bath credit. They they uh, they toughened up and they showed up for this match. This is a this is a big win for them because they really needed to get themselves off the table a little bit here. Yeah, Faf pissed me off. I, I watched the first couple of minutes of it enough to see Faf have, suffering what had to be a season-ending injury the way he was flopping about, um, and and uh, you know and, and crying and, and doing as he does. Um, and they came out and they put a little tape on him and he's like, oh, I'm good to go. I'm running around and like everything's fine. Like, dude. Come on, man! Like, like let's. This isn't soccer. We don't need to oversell injuries. Let's. Yeah, let's just, not do that. Come no on, more. please. Have some fucking pride. Yeah, just a bit. But the uh, uh, the bathmen do take care of business. Sixteen fourteen. Um, neither one of us, unfortunately, watched the Worcester Irish match. Or fortunately, um, <laughs> from what I heard, it was pretty ugly. Yeah, uh, I was following somebody on tw- on Twitter, and yeah, said it wasn't wasn't the prettiest. Thing no, I ever. can't imagine. Um, those two teams are not doing the best no, as far guess, as they're, they're not playing high level. I guess John Lance came on and made quite a difference. All right. Um, I don't know. And then uh, one of the uh, Irish props. An Irish prop got a red card. Surprise, surprise. Oh, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, yeah, sounds like a familiar song there. Yep. Um, but yeah, Worcester, Worcester won it. And this could be, you know, have implications on relegation in the future. Don't know yet, but yeah, it could. Any any of these matches that, you know, the 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 wasps uh, win was was huge for them for the for that relegation battle too. So right. um, all these these three at the bottom, well mm-hmm. four at the bottom, um, the Irish, the wasps, the the tigers, mm-hmm. and then the set. You know they they have to be Leicester are, are happy, and we'll get to that in a minute. But you know it, it, this kind of just puts off the inevitable for one more week where they have to you know <laughs> worry about the, the, that monster creeping up behind them. Yep, um, and then to Twickenham. Quinns and Lester, and then we see. So here we had Campanaro go down early, oh, and poor guy. Yeah, and so he he was my um, anti fafta clerk taking it. You know, he's like, yeah, I'm hurt, and obviously he teared up, and and but yeah, he, he, was... he took it with pride, um, and it was really hard. It's hard to see because he, yep. you know, he's a, a big signing for for the Quins, mm-hmm. um, hoping for big things, um, but it, it doesn't look like he's. Gonna be back he's anytime be, soon. Yeah, it doesn't look like he's gonna be around for a whole lot of the season here, unfortunately, which sucks. No. Um, but uh, our guy Paul got over. Yeah, he did. Oh, did he crash over ever? He Nobody did. wanted to get in the way of that train. And and then not only that, but he so that try. Not only did he score his try there, but he basically scored Marcus Smith's try. Yes, because the they the were game. worried about him. Because it was the same thing. They they committed four or five 
defensive players to <laughs> to Lasique coming through and and uh, Smith Smith's like around the side. I'm just gonna run around and yeah. Thanks guys. Bye. Yeah. See ya. Yeah, that was that was nice. That was a nice easy one for him. Yeah, yeah Mark. I mean, Marcus Smith's very good. Obviously, we've we've talked about how how much he's uh, matured mm-hmm. over the, over the year over the year ish plus uh, that he's been around. Um, uh, where where has the fight been from Lester like this? I, I haven't I haven't seen this fight like this for a while. The last two weeks they've looked uh, <laughs> interested. I, I think is the way to put yeah. it. <laughs> interested in winning. Um, which is, as you said, good to see. Yeah. Uh, for, from Lester, this is this is the kind of Lester that that I've been waiting to see for the last couple of years. Uh, I don't think it's going to be enough because I just don't think they have the talent overall to to maintain this. Um, but again, look who they're you know you see who they're playing against, um, and that that might help explain mm-hmm. some of of why we're seeing what we're seeing. Right. Um, although you know. The, the they 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 gave Exeter all they could, could handle, but still wasn't it's wasn't nearly enough. Short, yeah. Uh, but this week, uh, it's, it, it it was enough to to get the tie over uh, over yeah. Quins. Yeah, they got the tie over, over Quins. Yeah, basically. <laughs> uh, yeah, got a couple points and and uh, salvaged some points there mm-hmm. to, to keep themselves alive at the very least. Uh, it was <sighs> interesting to see Marler had to come back on as a, as a tight head because Sinclair got yeah. hurt. Um, and the oh, reserve like, oh, tight head got the the yellow card. Yes. Um, like, yeah, that's not good. Which really that <laughs> fucked over uh, uh, Quinn Scrum Quinn's at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah cause yep. That, yep, that was the pe- that was the scrum penalty, and then George Ford chips over for for Vianu. Mm-hmm. Uh, not much you can do with the with a player down in that situation. Yeah, it was tough to call. And I, I still have to mash, uh, mention um, Ford clashing with Calamifoni, and and, and Calamifoni has to leave the field <laughs> like. <laughs> I'm looking at these two and I'm like, what Your the forward fuck? card's What's been revoked. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. <laughs> you guys like half your size. I mean, I realize it's it's only, you know, it's where he got hit, not how he got hit. Yeah, it's definitely where he got hit. That's un- it was unfortunate. Yeah. Um, and then Sunday, uh, bat- big battle down in Devon. <laughs> yeah, Ben was less than satisfied with it. And it was, it was a tough old game. Was there any actual rugby played in this match? Not a ton. Really, by either team. Like, you know, the times that uh, the Saracens were trying the most, I'd say, to try and play rugby. I, I agree. They just came, they just kept coming up short and they lacked that final execution that they, they lacked, really needed. They were, it was just stupid. Like, guys being lazy. So that, that the the pass that fumbled, got fumbled and went for the try mm-hmm. uh, by the Nick Nick White kind of intercept kick. Yep. Dealy. Um, fucking. They're running the the Saris are trying to run us. They're trying to skip the forwards and get to the backs, you know, out out the back of the the, the forward that that mm-hmm. first forward pod. Fucking Will Skelton just stands there, not even like in the way, like not even like trying to get out of the way. Just sitting there looking at Farrell, like, "Hey, how you doing?" <laughs> like that doesn't even have his hands out, just standing there. Farrell's like, "Get the fuck out of the way!" And Skelton's like, "No." <laughs> so, so Farrell had to throw a bad pass. It didn't go to hand. It all blah 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 blah. Ended up in our own try zone. Yep. And just little shit like that. Like I think uh, Skelton was standing in the way again a couple times, or, or like there was a couple times where he made a tackle and just kind of laid down on the field afterwards. Not <laughs> even he had rolled away, or the tackle kind of moved away from him, and he just kind of sat sat there. And I'm like. You know, I, I'm assuming that the, the Saris had a lot of uh, post Christmas pudding. That that's they were what I was thinking too. <laughs> a little heavy. I was, I was like, I wonder, I wonder how much Christmas drinks they've had because they they did not look. Um, they, they weren't sharp. No, they weren't sharp. They they didn't really get much done. Uh, they were fortunate to get a uh, 
the the penalty try at the end. Well, uh, um, thank thank you very much, Harry Williams. Yeah, for firing well, and, up the and, team and Wayne Barnes for for actually awarding a penalty try, unlike <laughs> it was the previous week where he or yeah. that that uh, the Glasgow match where right. um, he just yeah he he I think he learned from his mistake. Yeah, on that one. I think he may have gotten a talking to and and is like, no, if they they have like five penalties on the goal line that are preventing tries, you can go ahead and award a penalty try. Yeah, how 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 stupid is Harry Williams though? Like how 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 stupid? No re- why are you coming off the bench to get involved in that show? Oh, that too. Like, why are you coming off the bench to get involved in that show? And then he's practically crying. And I, look, I, I'm not saying that he that he wasn't feeling sad. I I, I absolutely he, he realized not, he fucked up. Those were not crocodile tears. But dude, <laughs> don't be that fucking stupid. <laughs> Jesus, was he dumb ever ever dumb? Yeah, it was. I mean, and every, every Harry Williams owner in this in TRM is going, "You fucking idiot!" <laughs> <laughs> they were just like, "Oh, what the fuck?" Yeah, I was like, "Yeah, about that." Sorry. Uh, um, yeah, he just bought you. Like, he had a yellow already, which is already going to equal a bad day. But then my minus twelve on the day, yuck. I, and I then just, anybody that owned Exeter's front row had the same reaction yeah. too. And I, I just didn't like neither team was was really that fair to him to um to the ref it was just like the far he had to, to try both play you know he had to try to um farrell for yeah. for talking and, and calling the penalties and shit then yep. and he had to, to yeah, try nick a... white for doing the same and fucking billy vonapola just standing there and he's like you'll go back to the 50 now and vonapola's like i'm going as men i'm gonna stand right here no no, like, no 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 you, no. you, you come this way dumb dumb His you have to eventually go, get like, him but the, geez, him. yeah but they shouldn't have had to go get him no like, they shouldn't have. that's just just shit attitude lot, on both sides it was, of, it, a, was, it was it was it was it was it was it was there was a lot of intensity to oh, the match unfortunately but it was so, so they, they, there was a lot of intensity but it was focused on the wrong places yes no uh, and, and it does sides. happen when you have a lot of when you have a lot of you know uh, bad chemistry going on between two teams. Oh yeah, and there was there was clearly stuff going on off the field too because his Baxter had had a lot to say after the match too. Yep. Um, incorrectly, might I add, but but he had he had a lot to say. Yeah. Well, sounds like a sounds like a hidden problem. Yeah. Uh, but Exeter do win fourteen seven. The uh, Saracens do get a bonus point out of it, which is pretty much what I was expecting out of this match. Unfortunately. Yeah. I, I, it's tough back to win. On it, it's tough. To, it's tough to win at Sandy Park. It's just right. how it is. Looking back on it, I mean, I'd even mark this on the calendar as a loss. So uh, I'm never. It's not the result that frustrated me. It was the style of play. Like right. I, you know, if they lose and they played their hearts out and they did. You know everything you needed to do, and, mm-hmm. and they played good rugby. I'd be like, fair point. You know that that's what you expect. But when both teams just completely shit the bed like that, yep, uh, very frustrating. It is. All right, uh, let's do some start set. First time, first time in a while. Uh, ha- yeah. Hashtag STFRY will be in effect this Friday because it is Prem. Um, so yeah, last Prem weekend until we get back into the Europe. Yep. And once again, I get sale because I, yeah, I apparently don't, can't get rid of sale. When, don't want don't to tell you. Yeah. Um, they're the best defense in fantasy rugby, so yada, yada, yada. Yep. Quinns are going to be are gonna have a, a rough time mm-hmm. earning fantasy points. Um, the, the Quinns themselves um, giving up a lot of points to, to locks, um, mm-hmm. the most points to, to the eight men, uh, but shutting down flankers. I see that a lot. There's a lot, like if teams are, are – Giving up points to eights, yeah. they're, they're they're shutting down flanks. Yeah, and sometimes they haven't played out true out and out eight either, so and, that'll skew it a little bit. And a lot of times, only the sevens are scoring points for one side. So you're really not when you look at their flanker points against. It's really their sevens. <laughs> um, uh, for for sale um, in both 
Um, both formats, FRD, TRM, you want uh, to start Daniel Dupria, Robert Dupria, um, Aki van der Merwe, who just yep. doesn't stop scoring points. Nope. Um, and kind of hold off on uh, uh, the rugby mag, but but you know, go ahead in, in, in FRD. Uh, the flankers for, for sale, the, the Curry twins, John o. Ross, et cetera. Um, mm-hmm. And the centers, um, Van, Re- Ren- Van Rensburg and, yep. and Sam James, Chris Chris Ashton also. Yep. Um, and just leave Hammersley alone because he's not scoring anything. Yeah. Um, uh... and, and Quins are good against fullbacks. Ah. Uh, for the for the Quins, um, Louis and Simmons, um, Lasique, <laughs> Smith, Sinclair. Those are guys you want to be uh, you you want to be playing. Um, for the, my yellows, the, the hold off so much in 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 TRM, but go ahead and FRD or, or Don Brandt and Laude. Yeah, all right. And do not start the Quinn's front row. Yeah, in, probably, in FRD. Probably a tough tough go over there. Have a sit. Find find a, a bench. Uh, Have a sit. sit. Yeah. All right. Uh, Bristol Leicester. Well, Leicester are one of the worst teams to to in terms of defending premiership uh, premiership points like at in all formats. Mm. So they are. There's plenty of starts to go about some of these teams. They do have a few places that they're tough, but uh, for the most part, the, you're going to be able to free roll a lot of these guys. Thacker, Piatel, Luatua, Hughes, the front row, uh, whichever scrum half, O'Connor, Liua, Owen Lloyd, if you ever get to start, go ahead. Uh, Jonathan was one of the top scoring props in TRM, so you're going to go ahead and start him. Um, the And then let's see. Vui Prothero. Morahan and Joe Joyce, um, if he actually picks up a start, mm-hmm. um, probably FRD only guys. And then the one place that they're sti- that the, the Tigers are stingy, fly half. So Calum mm. Sheedy, have a seat, buddy. Oh, interesting. It's, it's not really something that I'm excited about because I have him in one of my leagues. But Me too. you know, it's uh, it's how it is. Yeah, hopefully uh, Robert Dupree is playing ten um, yeah, for they, for sale, and then there you I, go. Can, I can work around. They, there you go. Um, Lester, a lot of names, only three start, only three outright starts. Dan Cole, Genge, and Ford. Hey, yeah. That's it. Um, Bristol aren't good against props, and George Ford's kind of one of those guys you have to start anyway. So. Yeah, he is. Um, uh, guys to start in TRM, but not FRD, uh, mostly outside backs and centers. Uh, Hardwick, Vianu, Oluofella, May. Uh, and then vice versa for these guys, Thompson, Telfua, and Lieb- Liebenberg. Those are the flankers mostly. And then outright sits at the front row, Greg Bateman, who I don't know what he's doing, but that's a different story for a different day. Uh, Tom Youngs, and then the, the the two big second rows, then Green and Lavanini. If you can get away from him, get away from him in both formats. Gloucester Bath. Um, Bath are decent against flankers, but give up points to every other forward position. Hmm. Uh, they're strong against tens and centers and middle of the pack against the back three um gloucester are giving up points really just to nines and tens uh, everyone else they're they're doing a good job of shutting down uh so from gloucester play him if you got him uh Marais, morgan ludlow Oof. uh mostert i'm assuming slater's back um, i don't know if he's back yet but I, hopefully yeah hopefully he's back so if he's back play him and at this point because i think he's going to be playing reese zamet has got to be on yeah on, he should be on your list he should be on your squad um, or at least on your radar. Yep. Um, for for uh, FRD starts and TRM uh, maybe's um, Ackerman, Hines or Simpson maybe both and uh, you know if you've got um, if you only have Simpson and he's a reserve still might be a good option because um, 
yeah, who knows how they're going to mix their those spots and and true. And Simpson's been a try scoring machine, so he, yeah, when he's, he's on the field, it's yeah, it's hard if he's going to see the field, he he could score a try. Right. Um, Cipriani, Atkinson, and Harris. Uh, the only player I would not start from from Gloucester is Banahan, because I assume he's mm. going to be starting. Yeah, I think he is too, and he's not been good. Um, for Bath, uh, start their front row in in FRD. Yeah. Uh, Chudley and Priestland. Um, assuming they're the nine and tens, the priest and Priestland's had a good year, so yes, in, especially, in especially so, in FRD, right? Um, so he he's one to 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 keep an eye on here. Uh, Mercer, uh, McNally, Stuke, Obano, Please, Stewart, Zach Mercer, Dunn. come back! Yeah. I have so much stock in him. I know. Um, so he he's somebody who who could have a good day. Uh, the yellows, so you know, guys that you start from the FRD and TRM, maybe look elsewhere. Uh, Jamie Roberts, Jonathan Joseph, mm-hmm. Rocco Daguni, and and Watson. Um, and the only red from Bath for me, the only guy I don't start anywhere, uh, is Homer. Uh, yeah. Unfortunate. All right. Saracen's looking out for a little revenge against Worcester. Well, mm. Saracen's are one of the tougher outfits in fans, in, in terms of fantasy to <laughs> play against, and bad news for a team that uh, like Worcester. Although Worcester actually are pretty stingy against against uh, fantasy teams too. So it'll be uh, very interesting to see how much this one match kind of throws that off balance or if it continues to be the trend. Um, for the Saracens, lots of lots of starts. Mako, Asikwe, uh, Faz, Cruz, Tompkins, Jinx, Mac Gallagher, Maitland, Otoje, Tompkins, even Alex Lewington because Worcester are bad against outside backs. Um Ben Earl is worth a start in TRM, but a sit in FRD, believe it or not. Hmm. Um, either scrum half is worth worth a roll in TRM, but I'd go ahead and put him in FRD if you can. And then sits, um, going to be the names that are probably surprising, but not. Um, Lazowski, Jackson Ray, Billy Bonapolo, Brad Barrett, all of them are sits. They don't score well, and those are places that Worcester tend to be a little stingy. Um, for Worcester, I got three three starts and a lot of eh and a lot of sets. <laughs> um, I'll give you the the starts and the eh. Everybody else just considered them to set. Um, oh, also, I believe did I, did I mention the Saracens front row? Probably not. Um, let me check. Uh, yep. Yeah, go ahead. I mean, yeah, start the Saracens front row at your own risk. Yeah, Worcester are actually decent about against it. Um, for Worcester, back to Worcester. Um, three names that uh, will go right on your team sheet probably anyway. Um, Ted Hill and Hugard, as and then actually Ethan Waller is probably worth a roll out there if you need a prop. Uh, Weir in TRM only and Bresler in FRD only. Everybody else, Pinem, mm-hmm. front row included. And in what's gonna turn out to be, I'm sure it's gonna just be a lovely bow on the weekend of of rugby. Uh, the London Irish versus Exeter. Uh, my anticipation for this match is going to be a severely depowered Exeter team. It's still a shit show. Uh, uh, yes. Um, that doesn't <laughs> change who I would actually start so much. Um, it does mean that that uh, you, you get a, a couple of players in London Irish who, if you got them on your squad, yeah, you might want to start them over... Um, Certain Exeter players. Right. Yeah. And it's certainly not... Um, if they were playing a full power Exeter side, which I again I doubt to see, yeah. we'll see. Um, so for for the Irish, uh, start their front row because they've been doing pretty pretty de- decently. They have one of the better scoring front rows in FRD. Um, that also translates to Ollie Hoskins in in TRM. Yes, one of the top scoring props um, in TRM. Yes, he is. Uh, Tui Sui uh, has done pretty well at eight, and and I think we'll continue that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cowan Rona Van der Merwe, 
um, and and Coleman, I think, are, are other guys you should be uh, you should have on your radar there. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure about them for uh, F, for FRD, but for TRM, Myler or Philip Phipps, whoever whoever gets the start uh, at nine, um, you should. Uh, is it Meehan or is it? Is it I'm Myler? sorry, my uh, yeah, it is Meehan. Yeah, Myler and Phipps. Sorry, there you go. That's what I had. Um, Fair enough. Um, but uh, if Meehan is starting. Uh, sit him yeah, in FRD. Stay away from him. Yeah. Uh, certainly in FRD. Uh, for Exeter, um, start their front row um, in, in FRD. Hopefully, uh, Harry Williams isn't a complete helmet. <laughs> well, uh, you, won't, you won't have to worry about him playing this, That's true. this week. So. <laughs> That's true. Um, Yandel and, and Luke Cowandicki, whoever's playing, I think Yandel is is at least recovered. I'm not sure how much he's going to be playing. Yeah, um, and I'm not sure if they would play him in this match at all. No, I don't think they'd risk him in this one. So I'm expecting uh, a little bit more Luke Cowandicki, um, even with the depowered side. I'm guessing he'll get significant time. Um, the Exeter props, whoever they are playing, um, if you got him on your squad, play him. Um, Hill, you don't take him off the field. Johnny Hill, unless, <laughs> unless he's Exeter still a thing, takes him man. off the field. Um, <laughs> Vermulen, Kvesic, Kirsten, Armand, I think you'll see a lot of. Uh, Joe Simmons, if he's playing. Um, and O'Flaherty, if he's playing, I think could, yes. have, a, could have a good match. Um, the Yellows are Witten and Devoto. Um, neither of them are doing a hell of a lot in terrifying in TRM, but in FRD... You might be stuck. So. Who knows? Wrong with them. Yeah. Uh, no Reds for Exeter. If, 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 if they're starting somebody um, and, and they're available for you in FRD... Consider. I'm sorry... Yeah, and FRD, t- t- go ahead. Yeah, give me consideration. Right. Uh, and to end the weekend, this will be interesting. Wasps and Northampton. Um, Northampton are one of the stingier outfits out there. Wasps are one of the um, – they're actually pretty good in – I think it was TR, it was FRD rather that they're pretty good, but TRM they're pretty loose. So funny how that works depending on format. Anywho, uh, for the Wasp um, – Law names that you know and love: uh, Dan Robson, uh, either Hooker, Taylor, or Cruz, Jack Willis, my man, uh, Nizam Carr, Bailano, Thomas Young, Kibariggi, all worth throwing out there. Kibariggi's actually scoring really well in both formats. Uh, usually, he hasn't been super matchup dependent either. Um, one uh, matchup uh, format dependent guy that's Malachi Fekitoa. Yeah, he scored great last week in both, but he's better in FRD than he is TRM. And then the rest are sits. Um, Sopoaga is should be available for selection. I guess he's been sick. That's been mm. a big problem. That's why he hasn't. We haven't seen a lot of him. Uh, Umaga, Manazzi, the front row, and Big Joe Launchbray have a mm. pine. And the Saints. Oh, there's going to be a lot of names, and you can roll most of them out there. Um, Rarnak, Laws, Ludlum. They should all be guys that go right in your team, no matter what. Uh, Harrison and Gibson. Nairavaro is another guy that needs to go right in your team. Hutchinson, same thing. Uh, Proctor, if he plays, go ahead. Uh, even Pierce Francis in TRM especially. I know he's a fly half in FRD, so it's kind of eh. Mm. Um, but that's okay. Uh, Furbank, Jamie Gibson, Dan Bigger. Uh, Bigger or Grayson, whichever one starts, go ahead. The front row is a not a good one this year for FRD, but this is one of the better matchups, so you, you can feel okay about it. Uh, Mikey Haywood, I would go ahead and roll out there, and Tom Collins definitively do that. Mm-hmm. Um, the in in TRM, Wasps are actually stingy against props. That's that's something that's kind of coming up, but you know, not that Northampton have any props to write home about. But uh, Alex Waller and Ben Wick are their most owned ones. So uh, those of you that have them, uh, get away, 
get away, get away, get away. Um, for the most part, there be a, the the the, the wasps are a pain in the ass to lock. So uh, Moon and Appy Rattanawawa are going to be guys that you want to sit. Um, Laws is an auto start. You can't get yeah, away from him anyway. Uh, Tuala, Ribbons, Tom Wood all have a seat. And start of the week. Well, my start of the week is Mr. Charles Piotow. He has, he has been tearing <laughs> it up, and unfortunately for the uh, the Leicester Tigers, they they're they're gonna they're about to experience him across there. And again, they are one of the they are the leakiest team um, through both formats, I think, or if not one of. And it's it, Piotow's just been scoring well on both formats. So Charles Piotow is my start of the week. Uh, my start of the week. It's tough. Again, we don't know what what some of these teams are putting out, um, but uh, just the way that the the the, Quinn, the the matchup is is too good with Quinns giving up a lot of points to to eight men, the most in the in the Premiership, mm-hmm. and Daniel Dupree is sitting there, <laughs> being all good, a very pick. good eight man. Good. Pick. Um, so I'm I'm going to go with uh, DDP. Yep, Dan Dupree. I like it. Yeah, I do have I do have a record of all the picks that we've made. You oh. you now have Ugh. you you now have uh, Jack Yandel available for the, your next pick for Premiership. Because you, I said we can't pick the same guy six oh, six weeks. Gotcha. Six weeks in a row. Oh, so I have okay. All right, yeah. Within six weeks, we can't pick the same guy. So Jack Fair Yandel enough. is hopefully he's available he's soon. Anyway, the start of the week this week. So. Not that yeah, it wasn't going to happen this week, but yeah. And there's a bunch of other names in there. Um, anyway, digress. Uh, sit of the week. Well, guess what? <laughs> Same match. Um, they are they are an absolute pain in the ass. And this is this is now a thing. We're seven matches into the season. It's a thing. Sale are a tough tough go. They're tough against halfbacks. And you all own this guy probably, or a lot of you own this guy. Danny Care. Mm. I would uh, I'd get away from him uh, if you can. TRM. It'll be a lot easier. FRD, I know it's tough, but if you can find a halfback that's playing against a team not named Sale, try it. Um, I'm going to go uh, with staying with my own same match. Um, and uh, so, so we have uh, DDP as my start of the week. My sit of the week is Simon Hammersley. Um, you picked him last week. Did I? Yes. He's just a don't, – don't start him. He sucks. <laughs> you picked him last week. Well, then fine. I'll, I'll go move away from that. And I'll, I'll stick with the same position, different match, uh, Tom Homer. Ooh, that also also a good idea. <laughs> I, 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 I agree with that one. Attaboy. Good. <laughs> yeah, Tom Homer's not good either. No. <laughs> uh, he's, yeah, he's not going to have the match he had against freaking Irish after he had that intercept. Right. So, he had, you know. He's had, what, one or two decent matches this year, fantasy-wise? Yeah, um, and that's and that was that's pro- it. that was probably one of them right yeah. there. So, yeah. All right. Let's do some pick em and we can eat out. Uh, the aforementioned Sale and Quinns. Oh, boy. This one's tough because neither is. So neither of these teams are doing as well as they should. Both are outside the top six right now. Which is baffling. Um, they're tied for points. Um, but, yeah. I, fuck. This is just not... I, I, but it's it's at Sale. Right. Uh, it, I, Flip a fucking coin. I'm gonna go with the team that's playing the 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 better rugby in my eyes, and that'll be the Quins. I I think I'm gonna go with the same because Bath. I mean, sorry, Sailor just not 
Yeah, it's not pretty. It's not pretty right now. No, it's um, not. And I think I think Quinns can rock up and, and steal one. And I'm not sure that Sale are capable of rocking up right now. So yeah, they have they, they've got some answers to provide soon here. And Quinns are going to be a little salty after that that, that tie that yep. loss. Yep, they pissed that loss. Yeah, they tied, yeah, <laughs> yeah, felt like a loss. Um, Leicester, Bristol, 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 Bristol's. Uh, Gloucester and Bath. Uh, it's at King's home, so I'm going to go with the Glo- the Gloucesterman. Me too. If it was, if this was at the Bog, uh, I might go with. That would be a question. Um, that would be that would be that would be an interesting match actually to yeah. see Gloucester slow down by that Bog. See yeah. how see, see how that would happens. work out. Yeah, it will happen soon. Uh, Saracens and Worcester. Saracens are going to be very <sighs> angry bunch. Worcester so Warriors. I'm going to go ahead. And, even if it's a depowered Saracens team, I'm going to back this. I don't think they're going to depower for this one. I think they're going to at least not not. Too no, much. they won't. Well, because next week they have sprays after, the, and yeah, that'll be the, that'll be yeah. at Liberty, and I, they could put a half team out there and probably walk all over them. So, right. um, assuming that the Ospreys have pulled their head out of their ass, which I don't think they have. I don't think they have. Either. Judging judging by uh, Squidge's comments, I think it was on yeah. uh, <laughs> on Twitter. Yeah, uh, I think true. Ospreys are still struggling. Yeah. Somebody went after him, and I was just like, "Fuck you, dude!" Yeah, dude, like, fuck it, off. dude. Squidge is one of the awesome, most awesome guys out there. Yeah. Go away. Don't go after Don't Squidge. Don't be a dick to Squidge. Yeah. Be nice to Squidge. Um, London Irish and Exeter. Exeter. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Ain't I think no we're going to agree down the line here. Yeah. Wasp Northampton. The only hesitation I have is this is that it's at the Rico. They could have Sopawaga back, but he's been sick. Yeah. So that's the only, that's the one thing that's going to lean me towards Northampton. If they had Sopawaga healthy, not having been sick for like three weeks, um, I might go, I might consider the loss, but. Because I think there's just too much coming at them. Mm. I mean, they they really weren't. I mean, Wasps didn't handle Bristol very well. Bristol kind of made a lot of mistakes. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I see a lot of similarities similarities between Bristol and Northampton, but Northampton's just a lot better. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but they play similar styles. Uh, so so I think there's going to be a lot of opportunities yeah. for for the Saints, and I think they have guys that'll take advantage of of those opportunities better than Bristol did. Yeah. So I'm I'm going with the Saints there. Fair point. All right. Well, it's good to get back into the saddle here. It is. Um, In this new year, we have 2020. Yeah. Uh, But make sure that you are, obviously, subscribed to us, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, tune in, uh, fantasyrugbypodcast at gmail.com if you have any questions that you want to send to us and have have right on the show or anything like that. Um, Hashtag TFRY. STFRY this Friday. Uh, as lineups are announced, uh, we'll we'll do our best. I will be conscious this time, at least. That's a good start. <laughs> yeah, that was that was not that. I, I've had le- I've had less pleasant doctor's visit, but it still wasn't pleasant. <laughs> oh man, please, please. Um, but there's so we got that. Um, everybody have a good good New Year. Good luck in 2020. <laughs> yeah, new decade, man. Uh, 10 more years to not screw it up. Yeah, happy new year, everybody. <laughs> Have a good one, everybody. Cheers.